Hey, this is Rob Corddry, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined by a man who is staying true to his New Year's resolution by not wearing any pants or underwear, and is currently shoving his boner into a noisemaker horn. Ah! That's the dragon himself, Jeff Clark. Happy New Year, Puminati. I've missed you. And transmitting to us from the peak of Mount Everest... The frozen bearded booger eating Sherpa known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year indeed. And happy birthday to you, Shuddy Boy. Thanks, guys. How does it feel to be 41 years old? Not great. Yeah. I realize that we're currently living in the decade that my grandma was in when I was born. Both grandmas. Oh, oh my God! Me too. Well, not both. My dad's parents. My uh, my mom's mom was like eighty when I was like twelve. Holy so Christ! She was in this decade when she had my mom. Wow, what a baller! Really putting her cookie on the line, having a kid in their in your forties. Your cookie and your life. Uh, I mean, I, I was looking at myself in the in the mirror in Florida, and the, the the bathroom must have different lighting at my mom's place, and the fucking, like, little finger, uh, maybe I could come up with a cooler one, Reed Richards, like, grays on the side of my head are so fucking pronounced right now, because I've been thinking a lot about, you know, the second coming of John Cooper, because I'm really, really believing that it's going to happen i'm like 99 percent sure this is going to go forward so it's it's keeping me up at my at night it's occupying a majority of all my thoughts and i was thinking like i'm a shitty actor i'm a i'm a fucking terrible actor and when i was a kid i always wanted to be one until i tried it and i was like oh oh i'm garbage i'm not very good at like pretending and faking <laughs> i can't show real emotions <laughs> yeah but I was thinking, like, it would be kind of cool to have a part in the movie. You know, I feel like a lot of directors, especially indie filmmakers, when they're working with a tight budget, well, you know, Kevin Smith put himself as Silent Bob. I don't really have any silent characters in this movie, but I was thinking, like, oh, who could I play? And then I was like, shit, I couldn't even play, like, the roommate because I'm too old. I'd have to dye my fucking hair. It really just gives it all away. You should play Jessa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I've, I have thought about it, but it's too much it work, be man. hilarious seeing you with jet black hair like your fucking Creed in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just got to ride the bull, am I right? Later, skater. Jeff, would you dye your hair if you started going gray? I'd consider it. I got a. I mean, my hair is getting pretty light, and it's 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 whack. And I feel like that and a little weight loss is needed before I, you know, enter the t- Tinder 
I almost called it humble. What is it? Hinge, hinge and bumble pools. Yeah. I mean, so. you say your hair is getting light. Where are you going gray already? No, I mean like the volume. He's what's, going the other. He's not going oh. gray. He's your shit's, losing. Your shit's falling yeah. out. Yeah. Why don't you get is one of those? Dad. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you get those like pills? They got stuff, right? They say like once I don't it starts. Know. Once I it starts. Done any research on it? Apparently, you can't it, get it back, but once it starts, you can like slow it or stop it. Is it true? If you don't use it, you lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Do the other men in your family, the older men, still have their hair? Uh, no, not really. So your dad is bald. Yeah, bald. Well, I mean, my father has been shaving has been shaving his head since like he was thirty. But it was getting on the line. I would, you know, feel like he he just tried to cut it off at the pass type thing. Every mental image I've ever made of your father did not ever once include him not having hair on his head. Yeah, he hasn't had hair on his head for close to 20 years so do you have a pattern going like are you doing a costanza do you have like a fryer tuck coming in i don't know what you're talking about no i mean uh, it, it, there's you know what i did it i when did i was it the last time we recorded i made a, a sidebar joke to you about his thinning hair kevin or was it during a queef or no queef shuddy was clowning on you jeff you looked down, and I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, you look fine. I don't, dude, it depends. Like, if I have the light. It was, you had the, you did have the. Um, the the umbrella light? Yeah, it's just like, oh, my God. Like, it pretty much looks like I'm bald. Here, it doesn't look so bad. But, like, if I think, you know, like. If I'm, you know, if you're up close or if we're like hanging out at a bar, like you can, you know, see that I'm older. So I think it's how... really the only like feature that like kind of gives away my age. Cause I, I feel like I get throws people off when I tell them I'm 36. Like they have, you know, they, they assume that I'm younger. So that's not I a bad thing. Get that too, except for this gigantic patch of fucking gray in my beard that makes me look like I'm 50. Um, when will it get to a point where you'll say, fuck it, and you'll take a razor to your head? I don't know. Is Rob Corger at that point yet? I don't, well, I don't know. Some, I pe- some dudes lean having... into having the horseshoe. Some dudes yeah, roll yeah, with that. Yeah, I might that. lean into it. I kind of fuck with the horseshoe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've always, I've always been like, yeah, that's dope. I feel like the there, trick to the horseshoe... something about the the... The freedom or the just the self-confidence to be okay with that. To be like, yeah, this is what it is. I'm I think the, the, the trick to the horseshoe is you got to keep the sides tight, super yeah. tight. But you also have to be like super bald. Like I'm thinking like, <laughs> yeah. do I, <laughs> like I kind of like the horseshoe. Like you have so to shave yourself I, into yeah. the horseshoe. Yeah. Well, my Kill the rest of the hairs up top. They they are go, in a couple weeks. They're announcing the Oscar nominations. Um, we do have to come up with some punishments. You could ha, you could if you lose Jeff, no. that could be a personalized punishment. You take the horseshoe for a test drive. 
I love Damn that. Idea. Is that a good idea? I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying it out. That's like the gnarliest thing that we could do that I would actually have to like green light because it's like ah I have to step it up and that's kind of fair. But I'm just nervous, guys. I'm not gonna get it back. Like it's just it's just gone forever. Did you guys did you guys see the pictures of me when I got had a fryer tuck? <laughs> what is a fryer tuck? Is that is that another word for the horseshoe? It's it's when you have like a oh, bald spot in the back. But on your, the crown, yeah. But your hairline is also receding. Oh, that is awesome! Yeah, that's um, that's that's what's gonna happen to me. I'm gonna get one of those. I'm gonna have to. I'm trying I'm to pull to, it up uh, right now. I think it's buried pretty deep on my Instagram. But um, Shuddy, if you allow the screen sharing, I can pull it up and show you. I don't know how to do that. I thought we determined that last time. We've already done it before, Wiener Boy. <laughs> you cock goblin. <laughs> you stupid farting butt butt. All participants can share. There we go. I found it. All right. Uh Wow. This is this is buried pretty deep. I apologize everybody. Well, while you do that, nice shirts, guys. Yeah. These things are pretty dope, huh? These are fucking awesome. The new Poo-Tang Clan shirts? On top of everything, they're like really comfortable. Good they fire. are. They're they're nice yeah. and like soft. They're not like for somebody who wears mostly death metal merch, the the bigger bands like your Amana Marth and what have you, their merch will be a, a little softer and better quality, but sure, I like to I like that. to spread love to the the lesser known metal bands and they do not have the budget for quality fabric and it's it's like wearing a burlap sack they're just so uncomfortable the entire time and uh well you know well this... uh, for chris and i it's important that everybody looks good and feels good so that's why chris suggested these shirts yeah they're dope that guy knows his fabrics they yep. are fucking amazing. I love this colorway. I think this is. Do we all this have is... the same color? Do we all pick the same? The navy, or are you guys wearing black? And I'm no, no. I have. I'm wearing the navy. I got all three. Nice. What uh, are what are the uh, refresh? Uh, the Pumatis? so it was black with white, and then the gray with red. The gray is awesome. My thing is like. I can't wear gray unless I'm working out because I sweat so much and it's embarrassing. But if I'm sweating while I'm working out, it's not embarrassing. It's like expected, but like my, my sweat streaks are going to show up in the gray. If I like walk to the liquor store and back. Uh, And I believe these all got shipped out to pretty much everybody that's ordered them so far. They are still available on I'm all gone.com slash collections slash msph there's also the putty the crew neck the all-seeing yeah. poo t-shirt and uh groundhog's day is coming up and make a perfect groundhog's day gift or valentine's day which is two weeks after groundhog's day and probably more of a gift giving holiday yeah but i mean that would be a romantic gesture for a, a girl to do for a guy or even a guy to do for a girl. Just get him a nice Poo Tang hoodie or Poo Tang 
shirt. I don't know. Some MSPH merch. That yeah. would really it's got the, get the, the libido flowing in the bedroom. The chest pocket design on the front and then the big ass design in the back. Yeah, model it. Model it. <laughs> Your microphone was blocking it, Kevin. Damn it! <laughs> model it. Yeah, I I think the navy you. with the yellow is the is the best colorway. Yeah, it's pretty Absolutely. sick. And the new the all seat new stickers also are really fucking rad. Yeah, and shout out to our homie Alex Wilson for the design. Yeah, thank you, Mister Alex Wilson. Okay, I Alex, think I found the God. thingy. We love you. Let's see if this works. What that? Oh, whoa. Yeah. Is that is that that's that guy? Blake Anderson from Workaholics. Not not my best look. I'll say you that. Put that in your hinge profile. Has uh, Carl seen that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Now I don't know how to stop. Oh, there we go. Stop sharing. I've shared too much. Oh. Oversharing. Well, TMI. So we do kind of have to think about what our Oscar punishments are going to be. Um, I was kind of wow. like, we don't always have to go so hard with them. We could do something simple like an atomic wedgie. The loser gets an atomic wedgie. But do we have to find like a strong person to do that? Or how how, how is the atomic wedgie administered? It, do I have to fly to Bethlehem? It'll be, it'll, well, the punishment will be administered at a time when Shuddy Boy is visiting. So when Shuddy Boy's in the house, the loser, loser gets wedged by the two winners. All right. So and we're it, we're trying to break someone's underwear, essentially. Well, we should. I think we should get some fun special underwear for it. Yeah, if you buy boxers break that are it? that are sizes too big, you might be able to just do get it without ripping the band. As everybody knows, the atomic wedgie is when the wedgie goes to such an extreme, it can come up the back of your head, over the front of it, and you wear the waistband on your forehead. At this point, I'm convinced that's an urban legend. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the only way to pull it off like that would be if you if, if the band breaks. You have to like rip the uh, fabric, the elastic, away from the rest of the underpants. Maybe I mean maybe it's like sucking your own dick, where like pretty much no one can, but it it could it could happen. If your dick is long enough, you could get an atomic wedgie. <laughs> and we all know Jeff has a micro, so that's we don't not all know that gonna happen. It's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Shuddy, how are the new chompers feeling? Uh they're all right. Sick the, already, huh? Just get rid no, of the bucket. No, no. Uh, they did tell me that my gums from having the teeth pulled are going to start shrinking, and that's why I have to go back to get the permanent one refit before they make the permanent ones. So I'm starting to feel there's starting to be a little bit of a difference in space that I'm noticing. But yeah, maybe you shouldn't pick at it like that. I'm not. I'm just pointing at it. I'm not. I haven't been picking at it, but they've been don't, good. Don't pick it, Shuddy. Yeah, they've been good. Speaking of picking, do you still eat your boogers? No. Be honest. Jesus, Kevin. You know lies make baby Jesus cry. Not great. Here we go. Special occasions. 
<laughs> I'm going to religious bullshit now. Yeah. First politics and the Easter egg. Now you're bringing religion here. Well, let's keep the religion Dude. going. How did what? What was your? You get anything uh, good for your birthday, Christmas? Uh, yeah, I got. Uh, well. Oh wait, where's that my, thing that you were showing on the Easter egg? Because we didn't uh, have the video rolling then, but man, people on YouTube got to see this shit. Look at what fucking Shuddy Boy got. My sister had a 3D. Uh, he Man had 3D printed for me to put my headphones on when we're not recording. <laughs> and that, <laughs> That's a legit gift. This yeah. is fucking awesome. It's like a mannequin head, but it's He-Man with his bowl cut or his bob or whatever the fuck you call that. Yeah, bob. I would... That's bob is fair. No. Have, you, uh, she, have you made out with it yet? I have not. Oh, uh, guy, maybe if I give him a smooch, he'll come to real life. Can you get him, like, painted? Or like um, probably. Would you be? She also in made me this. Well, the light's not is going to be possible. She made it. She made this. Oh jeez. <laughs> it's like a lightsaber. What the hell's going on? It's got the world's smallest He-Man and Skeletor figures in it. It's a snow globe. So your family is basically loading the syringes up for you and then tapping your arm to help you find a vein. <laughs> yeah, your family is your best dealer. <laughs> uh, and then Dom got me Grandmaster Flash, a Notorious B.I.G. and a Funko, and a Jam Master J. You basically live in a Toys R Us. My Mondo He-Man arrived, and when... Uh, and when my Putin clan shirts came in, this was in the bag specifically for a He-Man figure from Chris. A miniature Puminati shirt? That's <laughs> yeah. kind of cool. Wait, you're getting it for Chris or that came from Chris? That came from Chris. Gotcha. How many toys uh, did you get, Jeff? I got sneakers uh, and some clothes also. Yeah, I got a uh <clears throat> I got a Ralph Lauren uh polo vest or <laughs> you got a vest like pullover fleece excuse me um i got some jordans uh i got some new york sports coasters so yankees giants uh knicks rangers that's cool um did cheech make any christmas goulash this year no no cheech made uh Made ham, sweet potato casserole, mac and cheese, and really has done a good job on like pretty much every dinner except for since the one that you came uh, to. And <laughs> so the, him for. so he's the, gone back to traditional Christmas fare and everything's good. Yeah. Is he just like completely uh, scarred about the whole goulash thing? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Scarred. He he kind of learned from the errors of his way. Like, yeah, it was a pretty bad attempt. <laughs> so, is he I home think, right now? Is that why you just looked off camera? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's not. I mean, he's cool. He understands it now. But like, honestly, like no bullshit. The guy has pulled off Christmas or Thanksgiving dinner with help from Bill, but mostly him captaining or piloting the ship. For like five straight, six straight 
Thanksgiving and Christmas is so like three years. He's like Cheech Ramsey. Bill, where I mean, are the fucking yams? No, it's it's a team effort. I mean, Bill's more kind of overseeing it, but like most of the the, the executions done by Cheech. But I think you tried this before too. Maybe have you ever tried his peanut butter lasagna? Oh my god, yeah. That's like the, a Christmas tradition that's becoming a Clark staple, and he made it again this year, and it just gets better and better by the year. I was telling I was telling Carl about the the peanut butter lasagna and how good it is. And I think just saying the the words peanut butter lasagna made her laugh hysterically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good point. Uh, it could be a funny image, but I mean. It's almost like yeah, a seven-layer bean dip made of candy. Yeah, there's, I don't know, there's like a layer of chocolate pudding. Uh, the, the crust is pretty much Nutter Butters. Um, then there's whipped cream. There's like crushed Butterfingers and Reese's, it's 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 bomb. And but now that I mean, Christmas was good. Uh, I got my ass handed to me in sports gambling, but Reese PC. And I think I usually do well in Christmas, so that was pretty disappointing. But otherwise, it was a pretty good Christmas. I mean, the shit that I got was it was fucking sick. Like not super, super expensive, but I, I, I still feel like very spoiled at the same point. Like I shit that I got is pretty cool. You got to see my Jordans, my Patagonia fleece. Jo- Ralph, what Jordans? Ralph Lauren is one of my brands, Kevin. I don't have a bunch of brands, Nike, Ralph Lauren, Tommy Hilfiger, FUBU. No, 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 no. Carl Jen- and I, <laughs> Jenko. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Ichi. You know, I still like to wear those cross no, colors. Those no fear shirts. I never have purchased a no fear shirt. Don't slander my good name like that, you piece of shit. Big Johnson. How was your Christmas, Kevin? <laughs> Mine was mellow. How was Florida? Uh it was nice. You know, it's it was basically me hanging out with a bunch of old ladies, but you know how it goes sometimes <laughs> pretty much you i mean you have the sensibility of an old lady yeah that's true I, was, I really i guess well besides comics and video games pretty much everything else about you and your style kind of fits in like a knitting circle with old ladies yeah pretty much i mean carl got me uh carl got me the shuddy you'll appreciate this the box set the criterion collection of all of the all six of the lone wolf and cub movies Oh shit! Yeah, pumped about that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. But yeah, Florida was fucking mellow. Just mini golf, escape room. Did a drive-through safari. Saw a rhino take a giant shit. That was cool. And then boom. How long does the drive-through safari last? It was like an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah, nothing, nothing all that that earth-shattering. It was it was. A pretty pretty mellow time away. Were you happy to get out of there? It's good seeing the family, but I become I'm such a hermit. I just if I go too long with being around other humans, I become a shell of a man. So it's nice to be back in solitude. Could you never like live with roommates again? I mean I guess you are kind of getting old, but 
I don't mean it like that. I just mean like <laughs> the older you get, the less into roommate. I mean, I, I have a very unique situation with my brothers, but like I, I don't know. I I couldn't imagine living with roommates outside of them. Yeah, I mean, as as, as outside of a woman, right? Yeah, that that time is over. And depending on what happens, you know, if I if I sink everything I have into making the John Cooper movie and I have to go months without any income other than our Patreon and that movie ends up being Freaky Scenes 2.0, my, my next roommate might be my mom. <laughs> oh, let's not talk about that. If I eat a giant shit sandwich, it might be time for me to, to move to Florida. Well, let's not even act like that's an option because that's not going to happen. Yeah, you moved to Long Beach. Yeah. I'll be your roommate. Fuck it. I'll, I, I'll just about face everything I just said. I'll be your roommate. Kevin. What if I just, I'll change my last name to Clark and I'll move in with you guys. <laughs> Dude, you've been to my place. It's pretty big. Yeah. You could fit in here. Although, I'm having some issues. I'm having some issues and I got a fucking bitch about it. it oh, yeah. I did see the tweet about the leaky ceiling. Right. Um, it's been raining a lot here in Southern California, actually. That's awesome. Like, I'm loving it. It's like fucking seven. Yeah, it's not It's not awesome if you have a leaky ceiling. Let me tell you, Kevin. And I have leaks coming through like four or five different parts of my apartment. And <laughs> this has happened, uh, I mean, not often because it doesn't rain often in California, but it's happened a bunch of times. And we've complained to the apartment manager a bunch of times. And... She sent a roofer several times and it just, they can't fix it. I don't fucking know the deal. And I give me a ladder. I'll go up there and do it. No, fuck that. No. Give me some silly putty. There's like obviously water building up on the ceiling and it's starting to bubble like in our kitchen. Oh fuck. And I'm like, this is, this is going to be a bigger problem for you guys. You need to fucking like address this ASAP. And like I sent her, uh, my my apartment manager, the picture of it, and she was like, "Oh yeah, the roofer said it's not a bad idea to poke a hole in it and just like drain it." And I'm just like, "What?" Thinking in my head, like, and I pretty much said this to her is like, "How about uh, the roofer does that when he comes by tomorrow to fucking fix it?" Like I'm not making a bigger mess in my apartment. Like, yeah, the guy that's going to fix it, drain the fucking ceiling. And this lady, I don't know. She's I mean, she's not a roofer. She doesn't know what the fuck she's doing or talking about. She's just trying to get people to to, to, to fix it. But it is not getting fixed. It's pissing me off. And I'm starting to think Ooh. it's because I'm a New York Giants fan. That's what I think. I think it's because <laughs> I'm a New York Giants fan. Why? I, uh, what, what's her team? So I sent you a video. Did you even check the video out, Kevin? I did. This yeah. So a guy, a guy tack, sacked another guy. He sacked him. I know what that yeah. word means. And then did snow angel, angels immediately next to him while the guy was apparently having a seizure. Like his hands were like. Yeah. Avon Thibodeau fucked him up. Um, well, that guy happens to be my apartment manager's brother-in-law. No way. Wait a second. Wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I see it. I see it. You're putting it together. That's right. No fucking way. Sports legend. (laughs) Yeah. You're 
apartment manager's brother-in-law is Big Dick Nick Foles. Yeah. This guy. Why is this the first I'm hearing about this? I thought I brought it up to you guys years ago when I moved in. Maybe I didn't, but can you ask about how big his dick is? I thought about like (laughs) like saying like, "Hey, your sister ever talk about? Is is it true?" (laughs) Yeah, this guy didn't he get a billboard in Philly like saying "Big Dick Nick" on it? I don't. I think somebody did. Yes. Yeah, Kevin, uh, Kevin, you've heard the, about this guy, right? Nick Foles? I think we talked about him on the show. Yeah, he's... I only know Big Dick Nick. I don't know Nick Foles. He's pretty... Like, one of the more improbable Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks ever. Like, when you factor in his performance, he's, he is the most improbable. Because, but what about his big dick? Well, that's that's probably a big contributor to his performance, but... I mean, he's been mostly a backup his whole career, and backups have won the Super Bowl, but this motherfucker outplayed Tom Brady and, like, balled out, and it's kind of crazy. And, yeah, supposedly he's got, like, a third leg. Um, But, (laughs) I don't know, it's kind of like my way to name drop and little joke. juicy slab of meat. I'm going to send her the fucking video of the Snow Angels. Like, hey, this ceiling doesn't get fixed. This is going to be you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do snow angels in your blood. It was so awesome. And and people are like, you know, you know how soft and sensitive people are. And it's kind of fucked up. But like in the old days, like not even in the old days, like in the 90s, like people would be cheering that kind of shit. Right? And I'm still like old school football mentality where if I see a quarterback get fucking destroyed, like my first instinct is to get up and like fist pump. Like, yes. Fuck yeah, that's what we pay for. Yes. Isn't but isn't it like uh aren't isn't it against the rules now to like Fortnite emote on people? No, yeah. now it's you can't do it at somebody. You can dance in celebration, but you can't do it directed yeah. at them. So does and, what what does this count as? And this the snow was, angels didn't count as as that. Oh, okay. Because you got to like look at him and probably say something. Yeah, you got to look at him, point. You got to look at him and like do like the teary face or something like that for it to count. But doing snow angels next to his dying body apparently doesn't. That's that's within the rules. It's a loophole, I guess. That reminds me of that guy who it, it was like a UFC fight, and the guy did a flying knee and nailed the guy in the head, and then had a prop waiting for him just outside the ring and ran over. And like rolled a fucking Pokemon ball over at this guy's unconscious body and then did like a Pokemon pose. And apparently he caved this guy's skull in. So Fuck. his whole head had like a crater in it from his skull just being smushed into his brain. And he's fucking rolling Pokemon balls at him. That's that's gnarly. Was it was he was he a black guy? Was it Israel? What's his name? It might have been. It might have been. Was, I don't really was know. Was a black guy who did the Pokeball thing? I feel I think like it was. Israel Adensaya. I, think, I can't pronounce his name, but I think... Israel Kamsamnida? Like, <laughs> Izzy. He's always on the, the Andrew Schultz podcast. He's like friends with those guys. But I think he's like into Pokemon as well. Maybe, maybe I'm talking out of my ass. So that's, that isn't early. I, didn't, I don't remember that. I fucked that guy up and then just rolls a Pokeball at him. <laughs> yeah, but I guess no, no. by NFL rules that would be chill. Because 
No, no. If you brought, if you pull out a prop, that's you'll get fined for sure. Because remember, and roll it at the. Yeah, it's like a double fine. Yeah, but those guys, like NFL guys, make so much money. It might be worth it. Like if I was an NFL guy and I'm making more money than I could ever spend, I'd be like, I kind of want to get some silly jokes out here. Chad Johnson lived by that ethos for quite a while. Like what if I former uh, wide receiver Terrell Owens, he had, he had a, uh, he put a Sharpie in his sock and then he scored a touchdown on Monday night football, signed, pulled the Sharpie out, signed the football and gave it to a fan. I, that's kind of cool. Playing, was he was he playing for the Eagles then? No, I think he was still with the Niners. Do people get mad about that? Because if, oh, I, yeah. was, if oh, I was yeah. that fan, Chad, Chad Johnson in at one game he scored a touchdown, went to the field goal post where he had a cell phone, a flip phone hidden. Was that him? I thought that yeah. was Joe Horn. N- okay. What is no? Nah, what the? F- I think Chad Johnson had the gold jacket, right? Johnson. Well, wait, what did he do with the flip phone? Well, then someone pretended to make a phone call. Yeah. Like he scored a touchdown, ran to the goalpost, hit a phone in the goalpost. See, I would be the guy, like, if I if I had sacked... Who who got sacked? Was it Big Dick Nick? Yeah. If I had sacked him, I would have, like, before the game started, put, like, a Snickers bar in my butt crack and then reached into my pants and pulled it out and, like, rubbed it in his face. Dude, I would love to hear you come up with like 10 or 15 touchdown or sack celebrations. (laughs) That would be the time of my life. Like, put me in that writer's room. Oh, my (laughs) God. Chad Johnson had the sign after he scored a touchdown that he held up that said, Dear NFL, please don't find me again. (laughs) (laughs) And then they find him. I would pull out like construction paper and unfold it. And it's like a cartoon bubble with a bunch of Z's. And like put it next to the guy's head like he's sleeping. Do they like kind of work on this shit in practice? Like they'll have like these elaborate team celebrations for touchdowns. So maybe they can pick you up like one of these teams, like I guess the LA Rams or the LA Chargers can pick you up as like a touchdown celebration consultant. Yeah. You just come up with like different ways to like to celebrate a touchdown. Oh, what if what if Chad Johnson he gets a touchdown? And then he puts the ball under his shirt in the front, and then he gets on his back and puts his knees up like a baby getting his diaper changed, and one of the other players comes over, and they deliver the football like it's a baby. Like he's going through labor with, yeah. with, for a football? They're like, push, push. He's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and then they, they hold it up, and he like starts swaddling it. Oh, it's all wet. Yeah, baby's slippery. <laughs> Oh no, the placenta! <laughs> I think that would fall within the rules. Yeah, uh, it could be one of those things where it's too lewd. Like there is a line uh, that, you can't cross. That oh. is true. So he can't like like crouch down and hold the ball like at the small of his back and like act like he's pushing real hard and then drop the football and make it look like he like shit it's it a out. Turd? No, yeah, that's like an old school one. I, I don't know yeah. if that's cool. can't beat a, can't beat I, a classic. Yeah, yeah, Randy Moss. <laughs> fake moon people where he just like gestured <laughs> that he was pulling down his pants and like he shook his ass, but he didn't even do it. And he still got fined. Oh, how much do you remember? Like how much uh, are these fines? I think, uh, oh, actually. So I think it was $10,000. And the reason why I know that is because 
um, someone asked him in a parking lot after he got fined, like, hey, what's up with your fine? And it was like in the early days of like cell phone cameras. So they were they were recording him and like he might not have known he was recorded. And like, how do you feel about that $10,000 fine? And Randy Moss's response was, I shake my dick at $10,000. Yeah. The same, <laughs> the same thought that you had, like, give a fuck about ten thousand dollars exactly that's like um you know if somebody was like like if i don't know the fucking the podcasting illuminati were like hey there, there's no mocking of britney spears in the podcast world that'll be five dollars i'd be like <laughs> okay here you go that's one sub i shake my dick at five dollars yeah which is pretty cheap price point to shake your dick at but fair enough yeah, hey, you know you have to buy me a double cheeseburger from McDonald's. Be like, if you're gonna shake your dick at five dollars, you'll shake your dick at anything. <laughs> I just like shaking my dick. Yeah. You're just looking for a reason to shake your dick. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I yeah, there's got to be so many good I know, football if you, if Fortnite you, emotes. If you really sat down in the lab and workshop these, I'm I'm sure you're. Beautiful little brain could come up with a whole bunch of good ones. Yeah, I think I'm tapped for the moment, but that's fun. Like, you wouldn't be able to use props, and I think you would have a lot of ideas of props. And it's like, come well, on, man, we can't. I could pay one of the cheerleaders to smuggle my props in for me. I mean, this is starting <laughs> to get expensive now. I'm paying fines and bribing cheerleaders and buying. You wouldn't props. even have to bribe a cheerleader. You would just have to find one of those kids that. Yeah, helps boy. out on the sideline and just, you know, befriend him and be like, hey, just go stash this somewhere for me. What if I rolled up a cone but just put tobacco in it and I, like, spark it up in the end zone and pretend no, like I'm smoking weed but it's definitely, tobacco? That would definitely. smoke a cigarette after a touchdown. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> what, if it was, what if it was all oregano? I smoked an oregano joint. I think just. Like I still the think that that would is, they would the NFL would be very angry about that. Yeah, like imagine if you did that in the stands, like security would be like, "What are you doing?" Like, "Well, it's oregano." Ah, we don't give a fuck. Yeah, but I mean, you could say that about any venue. But if Chappelle plays it, he's going to smoke a whole bunch of ciggies. Well, that's that's a fair point. Yeah. Okay. What about yeah, this? Maybe- what if I somehow convince two of my teammates be like, "All right." When I well, the score thing, this touchdown, you're not on the team, so you're not going to pay the fine. This is yeah, you're free rolling. Like if uh, like Chad Johnson, when he gets his next touchdown, two of his teammates just rush him and drop down to their knees, and he puts his hands on their helmets like he's getting a double harmonica blowjob. <laughs> uh, I think somebody's head in the league office would explode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like they try to make it as family friendly football games as they can. That would be But let's be honest. If you're if you're if you're a power probably too extreme for the Vince McMahon era XFL. (laughs) Yeah, there's a guy. Hold on. But if you're if you're like a if you're like the the king shit, they'll they'll tolerate anything from you. They can beat their wives, they can fucking murder dogs. As long as you're a good player, they'll tolerate anything. Yeah, Uh, not that's not true though. Yeah, to a certain extent, but Michael Vick did do time in prison (laughs) and lose a $100 million contract. Like, it wasn't, like, consequence-free. Like, he definitely had to pay the piper. Um, This just made me (laughs) – something you just said made me think of something. There's this 
offensive lineman in the uh, NFL named Trent Williams, who has one of the more ridiculous tattoos ever. And it's a tattoo of, hold on. Oh man. I think it's a tattoo of two girls giving him a blowjob. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he just has it on his, um, he just has it on, on his, on his, I think it's his arm. I think it's a sleeve. So wait, God is it, it is there a penis? Like, is it like hardcore pornography? If you were to look at it, um, I'm trying to think of what it is, or trying to find out specifically the tattoo. It's like not pulling it up right now. Trent Williams. That's a, like I remember when I first started getting tattooed, and I thought, uh, you know, having tattoos made me so badass and cool. And I would read tattoo magazines and shit. You'd see those guys that were just hardcore porn addicts who would get these photorealistic tattoos of women that like had just gotten cum shot on their face, like stills from pornos, just tattooed massive on their bodies. And is is, is it something like that where it's just super graphic? So here, I'm sending it to you now. It's in the video. It's like the first image. It's not, I'm sorry, I got the name. It's Trent Brown, not Trent Williams. Oh, Trent Brown. Not Trent, that's that's what I fucked up. Okay, yeah, because that's why I wasn't pulling up. <laughs> He's got two, two chicks going down on him. You see the image, right? And if you don't click the video, you just see like the... Oh my God. <laughs> it's just like, dude. I mean, is that, that's not finished, right? That's a terrible drawing. Uh, I don't know what he ended up doing with it. Can you share that on the screen? Um, I mean, let me, let me see if I can find a, a like a still image. That looks like I found it. That looks like that got taken after the first of like seven sittings for that tattoo. There's no definition. There's no. It it kind of looks like I could draw that. Oh it's, yeah, it's you pretty have bad. Chops to do that. That's bad. That's a bad tattoo. Oh yeah, Shuddy's got it pulled up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so dumb. <laughs> I hope it happened for him though. At least you know. Oh come on! If you're if you're a guy who's into double blowjobs and you're in the NFL, how are you not getting double blowjobs? While you hold the world on your back. Oh, is that what that is? He's Atlas? <laughs> yep, he's Atlas getting a uh, blowjob. All right, well, that's that's officially a cool tattoo, then. Yeah. <laughs> is that girl wearing his jersey? Yes. Ah! <laughs> uh, he is right. The tattoo gets better as you start to peel yeah, the as layers. as you dissect it, yeah. As you... Yeah. It's like one of those highlights for kids magazines you get at the dentist office. Holy shit. Fucking honestly one of the more ridiculous tattoos ever. And what's what was up with the number on his bicep? It looks like they got it wrong. That's like when I write down a phone number too fast and I fuck up one of the numbers. And then yeah, you have to like go over it. No, it says 244. Oh, is that? That's oh, terrible. Yeah. Wow. I think. I don't even know what that means. Well, I don't know. It's uh it's been a minute since we've all gotten together. Uh, I'm sure we watched some things. I watched some stuff. Jeff, I saw you on Twitter. You were upset about a, a recent release. Yeah, I don't even remember how to criticize it, but I watched Knives Out on Christmas. Um, 
the, the original one. Knives Out or no, the Onion two. Lotus or whatever? Yeah, the Glass Onion. You, you didn't see it? I haven't seen it, no. I figured you would have watched it. I thought it sucked. And I was a little, I didn't like come right out and say that to my brothers or bitch ass Paul because I didn't think they agreed. And I thought like maybe I'm just mad from, because I watched it Christmas Day. It was a Christmas movie. And I took an ass whooping in sports betting. So I was like, maybe I'm just mad that I lost money betting sports and I'm taking out on Edward Norton and Ryan Johnson. But um, they they also, my brothers also didn't like it very much and thought it sucked. What did you so, guys think of the first one? See, I didn't even watch it because Paul and Bill spoiled the ending for me. Oh, that's right. And I was just so annoyed and turned off. And it's like, I like I like mystery movies or, you know, whodunit stories. Well, let me ask you this. It's been years since that movie came out. Have you already forgotten the twist? Could you watch it now and have it be fresh? No, I know who the killer is. And that's that. I can't. Hmm. Right? Like, the killer is in the whole movie, right? It's... No. It's... Either way, I know... There's a lot more... There's a... That's kind of why I like Knives Out, the first one. Uh, it's more of a whodunit than just the whodunit. There's like more stuff at play. Yeah, than just... and that was kind of the situation here, right? Or no? Kind of, yeah. I don't know. Like uh, the guy that wrote and directed them, Ryan Johnson. I'll is... be right back, guys. The dogs need to go out. Okay. He's a he's a huge huge whodunit mystery fan. He's a big Agatha Christie fan, and he's always wanted to make a whodunit murder mystery, kind of like Murder on the Orient Express and stuff like that. And it, you can kind of tell it's written by a guy who knows the genre well. Because, okay, for for somebody who didn't like Knives Out, Glass Onion, could you at least, did you appreciate any of the twists and the kind of intricacies of the story, or was it all stupid to you? No, I was mostly stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm spacing out on what exactly I didn't like about it. Um, I mean, this is obviously just my like a personal thing, but like I, I thought, uh, what's his face? Daniel Craig's accent was like weird. I didn't. It was like a foghorn leghorn impression. It was, I didn't yeah, he's like got that, that Cajun, Cajun New Orleans Southern thing going. Yeah, but he's from Georgia. I do declare this is a one hell of a mystery. I didn't even know, like, I didn't, it didn't dawn on me how preachy the movie was or how preachy the movie could have been taken. I didn't realize that, like, Ed Norton was, like, Elon Musk the whole time. Well, he's not. Ryan Johnson, because they, they've been working on this for years, and they, like, I think somebody asked him, like, did you intentionally make him, like, Elon Musk? He's like, no, like, this has been in the works forever. Oh, okay. All right. Um... But I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I just wasn't that into it. I just thought the, the, the story was kind of, kind of lame and it was, it was boring. There wasn't like enough mystery to it for me. And I don't know. Like, I, I think once you found out uh, about the sister, it's kind of like, oh, all right. Like, there's really nothing. There isn't that much more else to the story. All right. I mean, I thought it was cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I thought the it was a good cast, well acted. And I don't know, I this might be the chode in me, but 
whenever there's a movie, especially as time keeps going, I think that was one of the big things about the early Bond films and like the progression of the Bond films is you just get to see technology is always a couple steps ahead of where it actually is in the moment. So if you watch the old Sean Connery Bond movies, the gadgets that he gets, you're just like, <laughs> well, wow, they, they gave him like a charger. Like a, like a phone charger or something. He, he just gets like some whack fucking thing. Like, oh, here you go. Here's a top of the line electric potato peeler. Go go kill Dr. No with this or something. But It's like going to be in, available on Brookstone in like a month. Yeah. But, the, you know, as the Bond movies go later and later, the, the technology is like, whoa, now we're talking. That's some cool shit. And every time they depict an ultra-rich billionaire person, you know, Every year they have to one up it, and I just thought the the stuff that this guy could afford, and you know, if you were a billionaire, what would you put in your house? And just the cool shit he had, I was kind of, you know, my broke ass was in awe of that. Like, oh man, if I if I won Powerball or something and got hundreds of millions of dollars, maybe a billion dollars, what a, what a fucking cool pad to have. That's fair, but I mean, it was a fucking murder mystery. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just picking apart like what my pea brain enjoyed about it, but I, I liked the whole thing. I thought I thought the acting was good. I liked the script. I thought there was a lot of clever stuff in it, and there's a lot of information to process. They throw a lot at you, and I, it did kind of feel like school at certain parts because I'm struggling to remember every little thing that gets brought up. But I felt like it was worth it. I I feel like Knives Out, Glass Onion, despite me hating that onions in the title, may uh, was a I'll suck, ah, God, I can't even, I'll suck four onion dicks. Oh, I just remember saying I'll suck two out of five dicks. I'm struggling to come up with any more like analysis or review of this. You just hated it that much, huh? Yeah, I just kind of buried it deep in the recesses of my brain. Um, It was so long ago. I feel like this is the longest we went without recording a podcast and years probably if not a year that's my excuse shuddy did you watch anything uh new year's eve i watched robocop oh yes it's just it's you know it's a classic it's amazing I wholeheartedly Set it and agree. forget it, like Don would say, right? Yeah, like, it, you know, for uh, that movie scarring me, like, being as shocking to me as a child as it was. Yeah. I mean, you, as a kid, you, 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 especially in our age group, I remember the first time I got to watch Terminator, and it was, it was like I was, I was watching something I wasn't supposed to, you know, it was like I was watching a porno or some shit, and... Demolition Man. My dad took me to see Demolition Man in the theater. The first R-rated movie I saw in the theater was Passenger 57. But, like, all those movies don't hold a candle to the ultra-violence in RoboCop. RoboCop goes hard. Like, just in the beginning, when Red Foreman fucks up human RoboCop, I already forgot his name. Alex Murphy. Yeah, when Murphy just gets obliterated. Like, they shoot his fucking arms off. Like, they blow his hand off. He gets destroyed. That is particularly what I'm talking about, it being very jarring. Because I remember, 
I talked my dad into renting that when it first came out on VHS. So, yeah, and as I a dad, you don't know not like all R-rated seven movies. Or eight, and I remember that him having serious regrets. Yeah, about ten minutes into the movie, <laughs> not all R-rated movies are created equal. And the the part that that fucked me up as a kid was the bad guy that got covered in toxic waste, and then. 20 seconds later, he's got growths and fucking gills, and he's like, one of his arms turns into a flipper, and then he just gets hit by a car and just bursts like a water balloon filled with slime and poop. That movie is fucking gnarly. But it's great. RoboCop is an easy five-dicker in my my brain. Absolutely. 100% agree. I have to to rewatch it, I guess. It's been a while. I got a... I I have it on 4K, and... That's one of those movies where when it I, I could I don't get sick of it. I can't be like, ah, I can't watch Robocop. I just watched it like six months ago. It's like, oh, you want to watch Robocop? We're putting it on right fucking now. I I, I finally got around to watching the sequels because I had never seen Robocop two or three. I did notice that you wrote a review of Robocop three recently. Yeah, I was always hesitant to watch it because I know they recast Robocop and they went PG thirteen. And it's just notorious for being a horrible movie. So I finally pinched my nose and watched it. And it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Like, it was definitely, I think it was better than RoboCop 2, to be honest. RoboCop 2 looked like a student film. Despite having good violence and stuff. I haven't seen RoboCop 2 in a while. I forget what I, what I, I, I think I watched him on Pluto TV. I, that's that's like the the only way to really stream them right now for free. I bought RoboCop on Apple TV. Wise move. Uh, it was four dollars to rent or eight dollars to purchase. Oh yeah, no brainer. No <laughs> like brainer. It was. Sharon was like, "I don't think we need to buy it." I'm like, "If I ever want to watch it just one more time, and I do, then it's we it's paid for." Yeah. I'm like, I'm much more likely to watch that than Bill and Ted Face the Music again, which I also have on my Apple TV as an owner. Oh, yeah. I think I, I think I fell into buying that on Prime as well. And I probably will not be watching that again. I'd have to be no, pretty hard I want up. a Bill and Ted movie. It's going to be either Excellent Adventure or Bogus Journey. Yeah. When you were a kid, did you hear a rumor that they were supposed to call Bogus Journey Bill and Ted Go to Hell, but they couldn't get it cleared? So they yes. changed it to Bogus Journey? Correct. I wonder if that's true. Uh, did, did they go to hell in the movie? Yes. Have you not seen Bogus Journey? Dude, I've... I'll just say I've never seen Bill and Ted. I mean, I have, but it's just been so long that it doesn't even count. When I was little, I used to read the Bill and Ted comics. Oh, I that's guess they, cool. Bill and Ted go... I just Googled Bill and Ted go to hell. And there's an IMDb listing for it from 2016. Yeah. The film's original working title was Bill and Ted Go to Hell. No shit. And the film's soundtrack featured the song Go to Hell by Megadeth. Yeah. Which Dave Mustaine wrote for the film. Um, Jeff, you know, is it Steven Sadler? The character actor? 
He's in tons Never. of stuff. He was the bad guy in Die Hard too. Uh, he plays the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted's. No Bogus shit, Journey. that's the same guy. Yeah. Wait, the the black guy? No, no, not the the main bad guy. The guy who does like power splits naked. <laughs> right. You remember that in Die Hard too? No, no, he like I know. he's I, like butt ass naked doing tai chi and he squats down and I'm like oh my god his nuts are gonna plop out. We're gonna see his nuts hanging from behind. How do you spell it, Stephen? Colonel Stewart. Yippee kaye, oh. Mister Falcon. From Buffalo, New York. Oh. Never been there. <laughs> Um, I watched. I watched a couple more movies. I watched the Fablemans, the the new Spielberg movie, oh, and I kind of I liked it. It's kind. I didn't. It's it's basically a biopic about him and how he became to be obsessed with movies and fall in love with them and start making them, and it it, it covers him basically until he gets his first internship so it's it's him as a little kid going to the movies he sees some movie where a a car is on the train tracks and trains come at it and hit it and the fucking car flips all over the place and causes a massive pile up and he was just like blown away by it. like how how did that how did i just witness this and he just becomes obsessed with movies and it covers him just convincing all of his friends to be in his movies and all the clever little tricks he does to make stuff look realistic and it's if all that stuff is true, it's it's impressive how clever he was as a kid. Just filming war scenes, and he would dig holes and put a two-by-four and then put a bunch of dirt on it. So while he was running, he would step on the two-by-four, and it would sort of seesaw dirt up behind him like missiles were hitting him. For like a 10-year-old or 13-year-old to be coming up with shit like that, it's like, oh yeah, of course this guy was going to be hailed as one of the greatest directors to ever live. Long Beach, baby. But uh, it it also, it was half that and then half the story about his family life. And apparently all the shit in there, as weird as it was, was true. It was kind of... Yeah, I heard it. His mom is... Kind of sucks. Uh, so yeah, there's some loopy shit going on in that family. And it was interesting of somebody of that prestige to just air his dirty laundry out in a movie. And be like, yeah, this is, this is the weird shit that went on in my family when I was a kid. Is his mom... His mom's probably dead, right? Yeah. You think. Yeah, both of his parents are dead, but they lived long. Because, you know, after watching the movie, I had to be like, what is, what's true in all this? Let me look up Spielberg's parents. And I think his dad lived into his mid to late 90s, and his his mom made it to her 90s too, I think. They lived Didn't, really long. Wasn't the story, I guess it's spoiling it, but, I mean, it's apparently it's just on the internet, right? Like, wasn't the story that his oh. mom left his father for his father's best friend. There's a little bit of something like that. Fuck, dude. Like I watched it with my mom and she and, and my stepdad and they both loved it too. And anytime my cuz my mom is big on these biopics. She was fucking all about the Bohemian Rhapsody, Bohemian Rhapsody and Ooh, Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Jeff. <laughs> what? Oh, That's weird. Behemoth Oh, Wait a minute! Raspberries? You fucked up. Don't make this about me. All right, come on. <laughs> Wait, did is she gonna go see the Whitney Houston movie? Probably. I think it's 
supposedly it's like three hours long. They oh have some Christ. fucking nerve making that movie three hours long. They do. It's I, I I really just wish filmmakers would go back to making movies under two hours again. But she yeah, she, anything the Elton John movie, the Queen movie, um, the Elvis movie, which I watched on the plane and I I'm on team Elvis kicked ass, surprisingly. There's finally a like, Baz Baz Luhrmann movie I liked. Holy shit. Oh, okay. The movie kicked ass. Yeah. Are you in were you ever like do you like Elvis at all? Yeah. Elvis has some bangers. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't have anything bad to say about all of us. But after that, my mom immediately just grabs her laptop, and she's like, apparently the only thing that they embellished in this movie is that Steven Spielberg didn't get his first camera from his mom. That's like the one thing they changed for some reason. But I thought it was dope. I'll suck four Spielberg dicks. It was good shit. And then the last thing I watched that I'm very curious to get your thoughts on, Jeff, are either of you guys aware of that Netflix documentary called Stutz? No. No. I'm not a... I, it's about a psychiatrist, right? Yeah. A fame... Or a psychiatrist for famous people? It's Jonah Hill's psychiatrist. And he films a whole bunch of of their sessions and makes a movie out of it. Yeah. That seems pretentious and fucking lame. I don't know. I like Jonah Hill and all that, but he, I don't know. He's, he's, he's being kind of weird lately, I think. But how was the movie? I, I mean, I'm with you where on paper, cause I, I feel like a lot of dudes that are similar to us in personality sort of roll their eyes at psychiatry and therapy. And it was like, all right. Yep. And I, what a, Pay somebody yeah, to sure. just listen to me whine for an hour a week? Okay. I just think it's an entitled thing. Like, you're not entitled, but, like, you have to have money to get good mental help. And it's like, I don't know, you got to kind of work on that yourself, I think. The thing I, I, I liked about it was this guy, he's kind of cool. You know, he's he busts his balls and he makes jokes to break the tension um, he swears a lot, and he doesn't look like the type. He he looks like just a regular therapist. You know, he's very reserved, and he's an older guy. And then he'll just start dropping f bombs. You're like, oh, this guy's kind of funny. I like this guy. Does but he ever say the n word? He doesn't. He doesn't get racial, but he does make jokes about banging Jonah Hill's mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it was how long was it? Was it like a? It's an hour and a half. Oh, okay. It's a but movie. He does. It's 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 a lot of it is this guy telling, basically giving his secrets. He's like, "This is how I help people. Like, if if your if your life is off track or you feel like shit, you feel overwhelmed, here's a couple of tools on how you can sort of get your shit back on track." And I thought it, the stuff he gives out is good info. Do you say anything about like calling your friend Leonardo DiCaprio? And having him cheer you up? Uh, I think he dealt more with the... Just general the, stuff, right? Not specifically Jonah Hill. His sadness about being a fat kid growing up, his brother dying. It's uh, tough. Whoa, I don't I'm not going to joke about that. He's got some... He brings his mom into a session, and then there's a part where he basically gives therapy to his therapist. And 
there's no way to describe it all without it sounding douchey and pretentious, but watching it is not as douchey and pretentious <clears> as <throat> you would think. I actually would be curious to your thoughts, Jeff, after committing 90 minutes to it. Because I maybe actually I'll enjoyed grant, it. Maybe I'll grant you that, Kevin, and I'll watch it. This Steve is something I, I could, yeah, and she liked it too. No, Shuddy's gone. Right. Uh, beat the shit out of Parker and Miles. Yep. But yeah, I thought I thought it was cool. It's I think it's something I'll watch again because it it does kind of motivate you a little bit. And the stuff he says does make sense. It's not all that douchey. It's kind of just things getting broken down. And you're like, huh? I don't think I ever thought about it like that. Is it like? The law of attraction type shit? No, it's not it's not the secret. You know? The smile more? No, it's 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 more grounded than that. I, I had I dated a girl once that was so into the secret. And I was just That like, must have been tough. Like, all right, I'll fucking I'll read it. But isn't that a phase? I'll like, read did it. Did you break up with her before she got out of the secret? Or did you leave her and she was still all about it? <laughs> You know what I'm saying, right? It, I don't know. It was it was it was kind of like she revisited it, and it was fresh in her brain, and she was all about it, and then it just sort of tapered off. But it's it was I don't know. It's I think it's kind of bullshit. I think the secret is bullshit. It essentially says if you want something bad enough, you'll get it, and if you just trick yourself into thinking I am 100% getting this thing that I want. I think you need more than that. I think there was a part of it that literally said you can do nothing. If you just sit around all day and you're like, I'm going to be a mega millionaire. I know it. I know it. And you don't actually put effort into it. The the universe will just give you millions and millions of dollars. It's that ridiculous. Right. If I'm remembering correctly. And I tried it. I tried putting myself in that mindset. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to sell screenplay. (laughs) I'm not wishing for billions. I'm just going to... Wish for I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be so sure of myself I am selling a screenplay. That never fucking happened. Not yet. Maybe you just didn't secret hard enough. What if there was some mechanic in Alabama, and he he read the secret, he was inspired by it, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck Britney Spears. And he just sat around all day. I know it. I know with all of my heart and soul, I'm gonna fuck Britney Spears. You think? Some light's going to go off in Britney Spears' head and like, I'm going to drive to Alabama and get my tires fixed. And while I'm there, I'm going to fuck the guy that does it. I'm going to fuck a townie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's preposterous. I'm going to sit around all day and I'm going to think about how I'm going to get superpowers and the universe is going to give me fucking superpowers. Are you kidding me, Oprah? God damn it. But, but Studs has some real shit that's practical that you can use. Yes, that's what I'm saying. If you've Fair ever enough. rolled your eyes at therapy and you don't want to pay for it, and you got 90 minutes to spare while you're scrolling around Netflix for 45 minutes and you can't pick something, I'd say it's worth throwing it on. Nice. Uh, I, I, yeah, maybe I'll do that. I don't know. There's not, <laughs> there's not football tomorrow, so. Oh, by the way, I should give uh, an update on our last episode. We did a poll. Who has more five dickers, Schwarzenegger or Stallone? Oh, and yeah. Schwarzenegger in a landslide, 71%. Man, our conversation didn't sway him anywhere. Any, 
in any way towards Stallone, huh? No. I, one of the movies that I didn't mention, which I did, maybe could have swayed some voters and gotten more people on the Stallone side. Tango and Cash. I fucking love that movie. I love it. I gotta rewatch Five that. Dicker. It's been a long time since I've watched Tango and Cash. Let's I have a feeling or... it's gonna be cheesy, or you're gonna think it's cheesy now. And then I'm gonna have a feeling I'm gonna be mad at you for saying that. So I mean, oh uh, yeah, it doesn't. Look is like it top-notch story, storytelling and acting? Look, it's Pretty Kurt. Much, it's Kurt Russell I mean, and Stallone. Yeah. How could you hate Just that? I would watch them icons. play checkers for ninety minutes. Exactly, and and not not only are they not playing checkers, they're doing. They're, it's an action movie fucking awesome holy shit i i I, i'm trying to get away from the movie talk because we we got a nice chunk of that going but last night i watched the untouchables for the first time ever you haven't seen that movie before no i saw once or twice years ago and it was after it was hyped up to me and i remember being a little underwhelmed how did you feel it fucking stinks yeah okay like i i couldn't believe my eyes. Carl and I were laughing at it. It was so bad. I it's mean, Kevin Costner, right? Yeah. Robert like De Niro, Costner. Sean Connery, Andy Garcia. And I, I, I can't believe they got all those people together. And, uh, it's directed by Brian De Palma. And uh, who did the screenplay? David Mamet. It's, it's like, how did how did this get fucked up so bad? But it was just corny. All the lines, like the delivery was so corny and all the stuff that happens and it is so improbable. And but, Spoiler alert, movie's 35 years old, but when Sean Connery gets shot 5,000 times by a machine gun and he's just like, ooh, I, ooh, ee, ooh, and then he turns around and gets shot 50 more times in the back and blood's exploding everywhere. He's like, ah, ooh, that schmatch. Oh, that schmatch. And then he falls to the ground and lives for so long. What? He exploded. He's a pile of gore. And he's like, oh, they, they shot me. So silly. I couldn't believe I it. Was. Connery got a fucking Oscar for it. Yeah. And you won an Oscar? It's a 7.8 on IMDb. Yeah. I. Couldn't believe I, it. which is what I agree with. I think it's an excellent movie. When was the last time you watched it? It's in the last five years. I mean, the shootout at the train station or whatever with the baby carriage falling down the stairs? Ridiculous. So silly. I'm on Kevin's side here for the most part. Um, I'm looking through Brian De Palma's filmography. I thought he did. Scarface. He did. Yeah. Um, thought he did Scarface. I would say his best movie. I think Carlito's Way is my favorite Brian De Palma movie. Now that I'm looking at the full list, I actually like Brian. Uh, Black the Black Dahlia with Josh Hartnett and uh, I think Scarlett Johansson's in that. Yeah, I gotta watch and that. I haven't. I saw that once. Blowout is a really good. Yeah, he did the first one. He did uh, this movie called Blowout with John Travolta in 1980. That was really good. 
and um, who else? John Lithgow was in it. That was a good flick, but man, Unforgivables. Holy shit. I still think Mission Impossible 1, the original, 1996, is my favorite. Hmm. I think I'm Ooh. still on three with Philip Seymour Hoffman. That one was sick. Emilio Estevez saying, Oslo lasagna, don't get any Anya in the first one. Has always stuck with me. In the me. first Mission Impossible? Yeah. I don't even remember him being in that. He was the tech guy. Yeah. Emilio Estes? Yeah. He <laughs> dies in the elevator. Yeah, like in the first scene. Yeah, he's like in the elevator shaft being the tech guy, and then the elevator swishes him. Man, the fucking guy that gets killed in the elevator and unforgivable or untouchables. They... The guy points a gun at his head, and then the camera shows just a straight-on shot, and he goes, <gasps> he, like, gasps and puts his hands up and makes the silliest face in the world and then gets his brains blown out. Fuck that movie. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I remember it being overrated when I watched it. My, my father or someone in my life hyped it up, and I watched it, and was like, eh. I don't think I wanted to come out so aggressively against it because I felt dumb at the time, but it's nice. It's nice uh, joining you on that wall, Kevin. Yeah. Every now and then we line up. Feels weird, doesn't it? It does. I kind of feel like I need a shower. <laughs> yeah, i got to go watch some football or basketball. <laughs> um, do you guys watch anything else? No. Hmm. Okay. I feel like there's a documentary I should be talking about, but I don't, I, I don't know. Man, Carl and I watched something last night that really made me wish we had enough Patreon subscribers to where we could do it for a living because it gave me an idea for a Wolf. Patreon show that got me so excited, but we're just, we're just doing too much. We don't have the time for more shows, but if we did a show called The Worst Shit on Netflix and we did a watch-along, kind of like Supermarket Queefs and Queef or No Queef, where she she was like, I want to watch one episode of the show because I know it's going to be dumb. And I, before she even finished the sentence, I was like, yeah, let's do it. And we put the show on called Knife or Death, hosted by Goldberg. Where The they, wrestler? Yeah. I've watched Knife or Death. They have these goobers come out, and there's this white guy who comes out in a fucking kimono, and he's like, I am a samurai. Hi! And like, dude, you're white. You shouldn't be doing that. And he oh, has, you think he's a uh, cultural appropriation? I mean, he has like a degree black belt in samurai sword shit, and some Japanese swords maker smuggled a sword to China to send it to him because they don't allow China. samurai swords to be flown out of Japan because they're national treasures or some shit. So clearly, Japanese people aren't offended by this guy. But if you looked up a picture, you you might start like. Getting a little, your hands will get a little clammy for this guy on his behalf. You're like, oh man, you're you're as white as can be, and you're in a fucking baggy pants and kimono with your samurai sword. And there's a dude who has to check kimono, all of the fucking weapons. The most useless guy on any TV show ever. He's like, tough for me to check out your blade. I'm Chad Knifington. And he slices up a cat scratching post. He's like, you know what? Your blade checks out. Here you go. You can compete. It's like, you stupid dipshit. Get the fuck out of there. If their knife sucks, let them go out in the court and fail. 
But he he ba- he got down on his knees and bowed and presented the sword two handed to to Chad McKnifington, who sliced up a cat scratch post and then handed it back to him. And he just goes hi 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 as he slices through things in the obstacle course. It was fucking hysterical. I'm like, we could. There's probably so many bad shows like this that you always just scroll over. But if we watched just one episode and did director's commentary as it played, and then we did like some Netflix dating show, like there's probably so much bad shit we could be making fun of. Yeah, do they have Milf Island on there? Is that Netflix is the one with Milf Island or Milf Manor? I don't. Yeah, I've been, I saw the headlines. I don't know where it's going, but I know Milf Manor is the thing. That is the most obvious double standard in fucking reality TV history. Like, imagine, imagine if they shipped a bunch of college chicks to go hang out with fucking old guys. <laughs> like, imagine. <laughs> Holy shit, could they not do that? What if we um, made um, No Nut Manor, and it's a bunch of incels, and there's porn all over the place, and all of their meals are prepared by naked chicks, and they're constantly being shown predators, but no one's allowed to jack off or nut. And everybody <laughs> Murder here does, will be committed. Every, you live in a coffee shop. If you nut, you get eliminated, and it's just like the last guy standing, and it's just two dudes with elephantitis of the balls just sweating like oh no i just want to whack off <laughs> that can be interesting uh that's copyrighted by puminati llc no one can take <laughs> that i'm gonna be pitching that to netflix no nut manner it's gonna be our fifth tier on patreon <laughs> yeah me jeff shuddy alex and seek are all gonna lock ourselves in an airbnb and no one's allowed to jack off oh man I bet you one of you queers would break (laughs) there's our Oscar punishment no jacking off no no nutting for a month (laughs) man we're gonna that'll that'll produce four very bitchy podcasts (laughs) well I mean you guys have chicks you'll be alright I'll be I'll be grumpy as fuck for a while. Oh, I was born grumpy. <laughs> I mean, for sure. But every now and then I release the bad energy right into my toilet bowl. <laughs> oh, nobody look. I got to get the poison out. <laughs> All right. Let's um, chip away with the remaining time we have left for Moint, uh, <laughs> Mount Voicemail. Moint Voicemail. Voicemails, yay! I see Mount Voicemail has grown since 2022, and I feel like we haven't given the phone number out in like 12 years. It's been, I would say it's been at least nine months since you've given out the phone number. Yeah. All right, well. Is it, can you, let's see, MSPH Voicemail. Don't give anybody any tips, Shuddy. We got to try and make some headway. And let's do so by listening to this human. Oh, you, you son of a bitch! Hey, guys. It's uh, Trucker Mike from Washington State. Anyways, listening to you guys talk about Poonopoly or Monopoly. It's so obvious. It's uh, 
Monopoly. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to buy it, but it sounds like fun. Okay. Have a good one. Bye. All right. We're That's... never doing voicemails again. We had a good run. <laughs> Who Monopoly? Man, he got Ugh. there pretty pretty easily, huh? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, we really are some dumbasses. Yeah, let's just skip ahead. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, but fuck you. Uh, is it Brian? Trucker Mike. Trucker Mike. Trucker Mike. Mad Scientist Party Hour. What's up, my dude? Love the show, guys. Keep up the good work. Look forward to it every week. Now, here's the thing. Jeff Clark, you've run out of rolling papers. It's a very rare, rainy evening in Los Angeles area, and you've decided that that you must have some. So you're driving out to Ralph's to get these papers. As you come... I like that this guy thinks that Ralph's sells rolling papers. (laughs) It's a fucking supermarket. I don't know. To an intersection, you do a rolling stop for a blinking red light. You don't notice an old crone creep into the intersection. As you feel something bounce off the side of your car, you look over and you see her. But a quick look around tells you that nobody's seen this. So naturally, you take off, continue on your way to Ralph, because why let this bitch interrupt your evening, right? Anyway. Unbeknownst to you, this was the very same gypsy crone that put the hex on Kevin all those many years ago. She happened to be in L.A. looking for Kevin to lift the curse from him before she died. Another good one, Jeff. Thanks a lot. Always there to help out a bro. Anyhow, with her dying breath, she cast the curse on you instead. Oh, the no. curse can only be lifted... Either when you die, or when you suck a dick. The curse means that every item of food you consume will taste like chocolate. Doesn't matter what it is. Beautiful pizza from Trader Joe's. Fresh. Oh, that smells so good. Fucking pizza. But as soon as you take a bite, chocolate. Fried chicken, chocolate. Strawberry ice cream, chocolate. Everything you eat, no matter what it is, smells like the food it is until you put it in your mouth. Where it's- if Jeff sucks a dick, will it taste like chocolate? <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not ingratiating me towards this dick. I, I feel like I'm gonna go with the chocolate instead of the penis. Like, yeah, I don't know. This feels like an easy one. Hey Jeff, what if everything tasted good? <laughs> How would you suck a dick then? Tastes like chocolate. So, you tell me, Jeffrey Clark. I'm also pretty sure this is the plot of Chocolat. Will you suck that dick, or will you eat chocolate for the rest of your life? You Come on, man. Are you come hearing on. yourself? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, did you? I, I'll take the chocolate, I guess. <laughs> I mean, my mom sent me a lot of chocolate for Christmas. I'm still working on it, and it really never gets old. Yeah. Every time I feel a little sorry for myself or... I lose a couple basketball bets. I just chunk off a piece of chocolate. Yeah, dude, I don't know if you got the memo, but chocolate tastes pretty good. It's pretty rad. All right, well, couldn't stump uh, Jeff there with a dick sucking, but let's see what this next human would like to say. Mad scientist.
scientist, party hour, good evening, big country here, uh, it is October 14th, I'm just going to start dating my voicemails, <laughs> just to make it seem like I'm actually being relevant and not talking about something in the past, uh, listening to episode about uh, Kevin's mushroom experience with his friends back in the day, um, Smoked a lot of weed. Wasn't that much into psychedelics. Did mushrooms one time or twice back in the day. And I actually had a fantastic time. Uh, didn't really trip. It was more like just like an amplified weed high for me. Um, but again, fantastic time. I would say maybe about a, two years ago, I was uh, still living at home. Hadn't gotten married yet. Still living at home. And let's just say... I'm in a profession where you cannot indulge in anything. Some may even ah, he's Mormon. He's Mormon. <laughs> Say F- fucking fuzz. I'm in a profession where people like me enforce things like that. If you catch my drift, wink, wink. I'm still not getting drift it. caught. Um. Gotcha. But <clears throat> don't offer this guy coke. Still living <laughs> parents, you know, my father's retired from his job, so been indulging a little bit, you know, getting back to the seventies. I went into the refrigerator, I was laying in bed, I was watching Parks and Recreation, and I was laying in bed and I went to get a little snack. So a little bar of chocolate, probably about a size of a giant Reese's peanut butter cup, one of the big size ones. And I ate it. About seven minutes later, Ron Swanson's mustache started to move. And I said, oh, fuck. Yeah. I just ate one of my dad's special chocolates. This is probably at 1130 at night. I had to be up and out. Is it a weed chocolate or a mushroom chocolate? I think it's a mushroom chocolate. It would have been awesome if he kicked his fucking father's door down and arrested him. (laughs) (laughs) Freeze! You're going to jail! Where did you get this shit from? Tell me your supplier. Waterboards his dad to get information out of him. <laughs> Work at 6.30 a.m. It was the it was one of the worst moments of my life. I was tripping balls. I was freaking out. My father was trying to calm me down. I ended up purging to get all that in my system. I no. thought it was weed the whole time. And I'm like... That can't shit can't be in my system. Turns out it wasn't weed. It was mushrooms. Ah. You know, mushrooms, cool. food poisoning. So it calmed me down a little bit, out of my system in a couple of days. But just wanted to share that. I've been contemplating whether I was going to call in and share that story. But all right, guys, keep up the good shit. Man. Can you call back and tell us what precinct you work for? <laughs> yeah just uh let us know your badge number and the name of your captain <laughs> we'll go karen we'll fucking call your manager <laughs> yeah i had uh, a house guest one time eat an entire chocolate bar edible that was meant to be broken up into pieces and enjoyed slowly and that person slept for close to 24 hours straight who was it are you can't? Are you not going to divulge that information? Uh, 
Is it a cop? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a cop. a cop. I'll say it's Was a... it Nana? No, no. <laughs> I never I never dosed Nana. Uh unintentional but without her asking for it. But it was a woman. No nobody I'm related to. All right. Let's oh, I know see. who this is. This Triz. Um wait, didn't have haven't you had mushrooms recently? Yeah. I don't want to blow up your spot. No, I have. Can we talk about it? Yeah. You got the the bars, right? A fruity pebble bar? Yes. And I ate like one square. I had one when I came to your place, or maybe two, and I got pretty fucking loopy. Those things are potent. What do yeah. you think of them? It was good. I, I mean, my big issue with mushrooms is it makes me anxious. And I wish, if it wasn't for that, they'd be fucking great. And I never used to. Like, I used to eat mushrooms, and it would just be a laugh fest. I would just giggle the whole time, and it would be great. And then one day, hallucinogens just hit me different. They just made me panicky and uncomfortable. And I was like, this is what I'm like to begin with. I don't want to pay money to make to amplify it. But I did I did okay. I, I, I held my grip on my sanity. But I feel like I, I'd rather not do them. In all honesty, and I'm very so I'm jealous. Not sure, if you'll be taken anytime soon. No, I mean I might. I could be talked into it, but I, I really fucking wish that it hit me like it used to, and like it seems to hit everybody else. All right, we got time. Yeah, we got time for more. Let's see what's up. Hey guys, it's Pyro. You guys talk about snowboarding and fishing, about like the dumb shit that goes super slow. Or fucking stop on the hill. And yeah, they're fucking retarded. I think Pyro's in the ocean. Pyro's coming in. Yeah, Pyro's coming in strong right now from 10,000 leagues below sea. Yeah, he got really pissed off mid October. I don't know why. <laughs> I was winoing down a hill, probably doing like 35 to 40 on a hill. Most people were doing about, oh, 25 down because, like, why would I want to go slow when I can go fast? And I came out of the corner that you, it was like trees, and then as soon as you got around it, a fucking steer stopped dead in the middle of the fucking hill. So I fucking ripped, I always stopped facing uphill because like, I was, when I read. Man, this is brutal. Pyro, what happened to your phone? He stopped hard. I like to drag my fingers on the hill, basically. And so I fucking just dig in my board in like a motherfucker. What did he do with the fucking ice shard? Like, he was like, oh, my fucking face hurts. I'm like, well, quit stopping on the hill, you fucking retard. And then he just fucking popped back forward and left his fuck that day. Anywho, figured I'd tell you. I agree. Those fucking stop stopping. Have Jesus. a good one. Pyro, angry as hell. Yeah, I was a little confused. Is he mad at other snowboarders or a deer on the For people going too slow, I think, is what I gathered from it. Yeah. There was a deer in that voice, my right? I didn't make that up. I, think, I didn't catch that. I think he was saying skier. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> Man, yeah, a deer in the middle of the fucking snow slope, or the slope, that'd be, that'd be lame. All right, let's do one more voicemail. Hey, what up? It's uh, what up, MSPH? It's 
uh, Danny Decent Dick. Uh, I know it's going to be like... Do we get a new name every time he calls in now? Was it Daddy Decent Dick? Yeah. And I think last time he was Daddy Clean Dick. And his OG name was Daddy Dirty Dick. Do you think... Do you think he knows that he has different ones? Or he accidentally gives himself a different dick every time? He knows what he's doing. He knows. Okay. Month late. And I don't even know when the show came... Or the, the, the docuseries came out. Uh, it might be new. I don't know because I don't watch fucking Netflix that often. But uh, Jeffrey Clark... Either has watched it already two months later or whatever, or it's old as shit and I don't remember, but uh, uh, Jeff, I think you should watch uh, or have you already watched Sins of Our Sins of Our Mother because I... That's that super fucked up one, right? It's, it is very fucked up and it is a good one. It's about this lady who becomes like a, like a religious nut, I think, and ends up like committing... Some pretty violent crimes against her family, um, with her family, with her like newer like other uh, new husband who's also like weirdly religious. But I don't know. I, I, anyways, keep playing it. Just finished watching it, and it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> oh. It is good. Uh, it's good. Fucking crime documentary or whatever. Got Riley Martin Fruit again. Crime documentary. Oh. And I just want to know your thoughts on it. Uh, I literally, I might have been too high for it, but uh, I literally oh. cried at the end. <laughs> I might have cried a little bit before. Like, did you cry, Jeff? I didn't. It, I mean, it sucked. It's it's a it's a pretty shitty story. Um. But I, I mean, I thought it was a, like a really good documentary, um, and it's still like a situation that's being. I think it's still in court. Like they're still they're still like dealing with it. Like I'm pretty sure the husband or her boyfriend got sentenced, but she hasn't yet. I think. Hmm. But it was good. During it too, but uh, I just want to know your thoughts on it and. Uh... If you had watched it, if you haven't watched it, definitely should watch it. All right, well, Jeff watched it. He gave his thoughts. Yeah, the girl was like, the lady was like pretty hot. I think she's like a former like Miss <laughs> Texas or something like that. And like, I just say that because like she was investigated and she's like very social and like she was good at talking to the cops. And I think between her like hotness and how like, functional she came off like it didn't seem like she was fucking crazy that she was but um yeah it was it was a gnarly story that's for sure forgetting what her name was but good it's good i I asked carl about it i'm sure she loved it i think me and carl texted about it sins of our mother um it sounds familiar but all all the shit that you guys watch and bring up to me it all just blends together it kind of does for me too. Uh, the further and further we get along from it, I mean, when when did that voicemail come through? I feel like I watched it like three months ago, right? I mean, yeah, it was like October sixteenth or something. Yeah, I mean that kind of adds up, right? So yeah, I don't well, know. I've seen like three or four more crime documentary since. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, 
There you go, friends. First episode of 2023 in the fucking books. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you need more MSPH in your life, please head on over to patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. So much content waiting for you. It is year... Are we starting year six? Yeah. So, Patreon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So jump on board if you haven't already. Uh, keeps us afloat. Keeps the show going. And... You could argue some of our best content is accidentally behind there. Like we were just brainstorming. I don't think it's an argument. I think that it's pretty pretty much factual that some of our best content is over there. But it wasn't like on purpose, like, hey, let's just let's 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 really kick it into high gear there. It was just like, all right, well, we people are paying. We need to we need to come up with ideas for shows and Who thought Queef or No Queef was going to take off the way that it did exactly but i mean turn into an international success <laughs> yeah it's a sensation for sure it is yeah and if you've never heard it holy shit do yourself a favor if your new year res- new year's resolution is to be a happier person this will help and if jeff is your least favorite member of the holy trinity definitely listen to this season of queef or no queef yeah you can have a lot yeah. of laughs at Jeff's expense. <laughs> Somehow going worse than my fucking NBA betting season. <laughs> um, so check that out. And if you'd like to watch these episodes on YouTube, minus the Easter egg, youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour. Every subscription, every like, every play, every comment, all that stuff. Uh, it helps for some reason. So if you don't mind taking the time in your day, check it out. Jeez, I can't imagine why we just have not blown up with with send-offs like that. Well, I mean the shit's awesome. I just feel it's it <laughs> sucks. It sucks that that's the in that's the matrix code behind it all. Like unfortunately, the only way our show grows is people subscribing to us on YouTube and digitally panhandling like, "Oh, please subscribe." It makes me feel unclean. Speaking of digital panhandling, do you know that people are on TikTok Literally doing just that at this point. Yeah, what are we doing as a species? Delete TikTok. Subscribe to our Patreon. Blew my mind when that was revealed to me. Where they have like their Cash App or their Venmo. Yep, their Linktree and their Wish List, Amazon Wish List, and their yeah Cash App, Venmo. Hey, at least we give you something for it. Right, it's fucking lame, terrible, and I wouldn't do it, but it is, like, pretty easy, right? And, like, if you just throw it out there, some people were going to do it. If we, like, I wonder if we put in every every YouTube, um, every every show we posted on YouTube, we posted, like, a Cash App link, like, to, to, like, one of our accounts or whatever and split it. I wonder if we would get money that way. I don't know, man. But should we should we internet panhandle? Or is, I, I think our Patreon's going good enough. We don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah. I am interested to see if we could get any money. <laughs> These kids might have a good idea. Hold on. Yeah, who knows? Wait a second. Is this retarded? Let's let's discuss this a little bit. Is this retarded? All right. Anyways, um, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast, uh, Shuddy, where can um, where again can people get these fine 
Poo-Tang Clan shirts that we're all rocking today? Uh, I'm all gone.com. I-M-A-L-L-G-O-N-E.com. Nice. And then uh, if you go to the collection section, we have our own section. Yeah. Uh, and there will be new stuff coming in 2023. And some old stuff will be available again. Oh, shit. Very mysterious. Very mysterious, shuddy boy. New year, new clothes. Check them out, friends. And, uh, oh, I think that's about it. So, we'll catch you guys on Patreon land. But, until next time, oh, something. Boof, 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 boof. Oh. God damn. What's up, Dingleberries? Not much, Queefer Sutherland. How are you? I'll let you let through. I feel like it's been ages. I know. Do we even know or remember how to do this? I don't. What show is this again? We do true crime. <laughs> Imagine if that's what we did for the new year. We take a break and we come back as a true crime podcast. Yeah. And we uh, charge more, we were, more money for our Patreon. If we were better at our jobs, we would have that joke fleshed out so we could really just go right into it. I don't know if anybody wants to be trolled by us the first show of the year. Shuddy, how come you're so quiet? Because the microphone was sitting at a funny angle. Is that better? I think so. Was that better? The microphone was completely flipped over. Jeff, you try saying something. How does Shuddy sound right now? I think Shuddy sounds better. Shuddy, I think you could use... A little more juice. A little more juice? Maybe just the teeniest can bit. I just, can I have some of your juice? <laughs> Not taste your juice. Can you hear me now? Nope. Now you're super quiet. Yeah. that The mic's turned all the way up. Let me... Can you turn it more up, though? Yeah. Let me go into the Zoom settings. Can you take it out of your butt? Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Is that better? I think so. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, that'll be fine. That'll work. I think you sound great. I don't know know how Kevin... You know what? That was... I'm checking the levels. I don't know how it's operations. Let me change the input volume. Ah, there we go. It looks decent now. I I think we're, we're all about even. How's that? Is that better? Yeah. Let's see... Yo, 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 Jeff, talk, Jeff, talk. Miles, what the fuck do you want? It's recording time. Leave me alone. Oh, blunt up. Don't make me get the change. What does that mean? He doesn't like the sound of clinking change. Oh, I thought you were going to grab a roll of quarters and punch him in the face. No, so literally it just means me. Do you want the change?
thought you're gonna I thought you're gonna throw pennies at him like Arts did at that guy at the traffic light. <laughs> Don't nope. make me give you a four sex change. <laughs> Jeez. Genital mutilation. That's edgy. Um, let's see. Man. I wish I had some cool stuff to report on over the holiday break. Let me guess, you just sat around being a fucking chode? I'm just born again, yeah, just being a born again virgin. Just watching dudes play sports and drinking beer. Like Al Bundy without the family. You just spanking like a dumb little baby. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. You just spank me like a dumb little baby. I'm a fucking cock. I'm a goddamn cock. <laughs> Gotta be fair, careful to what I say around here. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be used against me. Look at this headphone holder my sister got me for Christmas. Whoa. Oh, my God. I'm surprised you didn't have, like, three copies of that already. <laughs> my brain shut down once the piss hit my lips. Wait a second. Put that behind a fucking paywall. You know. Yeah, that didn't happen. That shouldn't be. I mean, it's completely taken out of context. Who knows what that means? Al Nod Gerald. Gerald. Eh, I think people can guess. But fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Let's see. You idiot. Hi, fellas. <laughs> trying to make sure I have all my all my fucks in a row for the new year, you know? I don't make love. I fuck very hard. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think I still know where everything is. Parmesan poof. Hopefully we have a whole bunch of voicemails that added to the pile. It'd be funny if like the f- next voicemail we listen to like goes to like January fourth. It's like, wait a second, it's like a like a Twilight Zone. We like, wait, weren't we just in November? Let me see. Um, yeah, we already have twenty twenty three voicemail, so we are still at least three months behind. Beautiful. I think we are just gonna have to pull the trigger and do a voicemail episode. We're just going to have to bite the bullet. I don't think so. I I like the idea of just having them banked and we can fall back on that surplus of voicemails whenever we get a little stale or, I don't know, just add some diversity to our MSPH weekly uh, podcast. I love me a fucking ding dong. Or we play a voicemail as in between segments. To whittle away at it. Just chip away. I don't hate it. Don't hate that logic. 
Man, I'm in one of those those weird things where I don't know if I took my meds or not. What's the you know worst how that you can solve you that more? problem? You get one of those time-dated things like the old people have. I actually had one of those years ago. And uh, I would forget to fill it up. <laughs> God damn. Okay, let's see. Poopity poop poop a poopity meow. Um, Shuddy. You need record permission. If you wouldn't mind. He, he needs it. <laughs> he does. We don't need to first episode back to have the YouTube start three minutes before the end. Now we got to get our fucks in a row, like Kevin was saying. Did you say fucks or did I hear fucks? No, I said fucks. All right. It's cool. As long as I'm not hearing shit. <sighs> be honest. Southern California is kind of a downer right now. Yeah. God damn it. Leave me alone. I don't want to update anything. No update. Everything is working fine. Once you update, shit's going to go askew. Exactly. Nothing works. There's no synergy. Recording in progress. Don't update it, Kevin. Set some shit on fire. Let's get canceled. <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about? Old LGBT politicians. How about we do an hour and a half of that one pronoun joke? I mean, we could talk That's about super how uh, the Republicans still can't elect a Speaker of the House. I mean, I know we're not a political show, but I don't know anything about that. It's 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 hard to avoid all that stuff, and like I don't know, this is this is stupid guy asking a legitimate question. Um, how long do they do this? <laughs> like they've had this is they went through. He lost six times. Yeah, it's the sixth vote, and the only thing that's changing is every now and then he'll get like one less vote. So. It's actually heading away from a solution. So, what? Like, if if they are they just going to do this for the next two years? No. What I just just before we started recording, I read an article that four people from the pro Kevin McCarthy camp and four people from the anti Kevin McCarthy camp are going to get together and negotiate. Oh, I thought you were going to say fight. That meant that would be oh, that would be cool. Like a Survivor Series match, or just like, no, get, like make like a circle, of, man. make a circle of motorcycles and give them like a couple of chains, like weapons yeah. from, from Road Rash, like an an Anchorman news different news crew fight. Man, this should be a match. The next MSPH wrestling, we'll decide the new speaker of the house. Yeah, I say we make the next speaker of the house pooping Kathy. 
I like how you started this off with it. This is unavoidable. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> really? You haven't opened up Twitter and just seen nothing but this? No, I have no. My Twitter headline, I'll, I'll read you what I got, what's happening in the right-hand corner. I got Bay Area. Apparently, there's going to be a bomb cyclone or a big weather event up there, which is noteworthy for any sports that I might be betting on. Um, I got Mariota who is a uh, now backup quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons. I have Jim Ursay, who is the owner of the Indianapolis Colts and a junkie. Um, I actually wrote an outkick. I think little that guy. He's not a junkie. He's a pillhead. Get it right. Sure. But I called him an idiot and outkick or on outkick. And they, the editor removed me calling him an idiot, which was very disappointing. But I think he's been on like a bunch of our shows and like, <laughs> cool with them. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. I went right out of this guy's fucking neck. I think he sucks. And I also have Harrison Butker, who is a uh, kicker, place kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. So I have no idea what you're talking I wasn't about. even talking about like looking at what's trending just on the timeline. Like we talked about this yeah. before. I don't fucking. I don't have, uh, like, uh, the people that I follow. I'm just seeing likes from people that I follow or tweets from people, and it just says, someone you follow follows this person. The most recent thing I'm getting now is fucking... uh, I'm seeing, like, it'll it'll show me a tweet from somebody that I don't follow, and then it'll say the, the topic of it. So I saw this girl with almost her whole pussy hanging out. And it was it was a picture of her and then the tweet said now we're talking. It said um Netflix then fuck me. And the trending topic said streaming services. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> Way to break the algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got to somehow like do some MSPH promotion with that same type of spirit and theme. Yeah, maybe we can re recirculate that video of Shuddy Boy getting that um, milky blast in his mouth from the dildo. Like, Why does that have to be the one that needs to be recirculated? Be like Netflix and Facebook Shuddy? If anything, to uh, defend Shuddy, maybe we should resurface your Britney Spears dance routine. Yeah, that's and, more relevant and current. Yeah. Okay. Like so Net- I'm scrolling through my timeline. Netflix and, and did- fuck Britney? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm going through my Twitter timeline, and I just ran into something I think you guys are talking about. Kyle Kalinske, who does, like, I don't know, this show Secular Talk, and I think he's married to Crystal Ball, who is a fucking missile. I love her. Crystal he, Ball. He tweeted out Kevin McSharty. I don't know. Oh. Pretty I kind of feel right? like that's a. I kind of feel like that's a dig at me. <laughs> Here, I'll tag in it. Like, yo, you coming at Kevin Kraft's neck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he only sharted like seventeen times in his adult life. <laughs> but is sharting even really that bad? I mean, you know, like it's not even really shit in your pants, um, even if it stains, according to Kevin. Hmm. Yeah, but according to pretty much everybody else in the world, a shart is still shitting your pants. Yeah, so that's especially if it squirts through onto your couch. Okay, again, there was no couch involved, Shuddy Boy, you goddamn fibber. But 
If if sharding and shitting your pants are the same thing, why are there different terms? Mm, because a shart is the, like shitting your pants. If coming implies, and jizzing are the same thing, why are there different terms? I was going to take a legit attempt Sorry. at answering. Sorry, Jeff. Well, like <laughs> I, I legit full on shit my pants that one time when Jolene was over and I was trying to hold the poop in my butt. Until she turned the TV on, so I had some sort of blanket of noise to shield my shitting and farting. And I held it in for too long and then lost control of my bowels and completely evacuated in my pants. I thought I I was going to fart, and I squirted a little bit of doo-doo butter into my pants. I thought thought that's why the word shart was created. The fart works as like a shit Trojan horse. You don't think it's coming, and then... What does the SH in shart stand for? Shit. What does the A-R-T in shart stand for? Fart. So it's a shit fart. It's the first word in the... Guys, I don't know if we're going to settle this. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, who, like, this shart will never become Speaker of the House. <laughs> Damn it, though. I'm very... We might have to just completely rip Kyle Kalinske's nickname for Kevin McCarthy and start calling you Kevin McSharty. <laughs> just like, just, just rip it and not even feel bad about it. You know, people have done that. Paul McSharty like, didn't uh, not to bring it back to politics, but wasn't like "Make America Great Again." Isn't that essentially Ronald Reagan's slogan? We can just take Kevin McSharty. Sure, I mean it applies. My name is Kevin, and I shart all the time. Yeah. Although I don't think I don't know if you want to announce that you shart all the time. I mean, yeah, you're not going to be invited to a lot of things, especially stand-up gigs. The three of us are all wearing a shirt that has the Chinese symbol for diarrhea on it. Is that what I'm? Is that what I'm wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I, when I showed Sharon, she's like, "Oh, what? What's that say?" I go, "You don't really want to know." And she goes, "Does it mean poop?" And I said, "Close enough, diarrhea." And she just, she just kind of shook her head. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Well, we'll get into for- these on the main episode. Yeah. Let's- okay. Well, hold on. Let me, let me see. Do I have the <laughs> yeah, theme? Kevin's not ready for the, for the, okay. the, the main episode. No, no, no. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. 40 minutes into the, to the Easter egg. I'm ready. I apologize. No, I'm just fucking with you. From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> 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 